the college football experience temple Owls season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes. You can use the uh, free $25 to enter their best ball mania two. First place in best ball mania two gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA MLB and more underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the app store or Google play store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience temple Al season preview. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick that this is a pick almost messed that up, right? You got it. You recovered strongly, right? And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, um, the best looking man, the best dressed man, long limousines, jet airplanes, um, custom made clothes. Most importantly, here and any woman in the world I want, <laughs> just like that. You know, boom, Colby, you're gonna sound like you remember uh, Pharrell. Um, the old Pittsburgh radio announcer. Yes. Who talk like this? <laughs> That's gonna be you in a few I years. I hope so. After I look these intros. I want to be like Harry Carey that we're just shit faced. Like <laughs> just completely shit faced. Like there'd On be a parts, live broadcast. I was talking about this with the with like a, a guy in his fifties that was a Cubs fan. Yeah. From Chicago. A comic that I know. And he was telling me, he was like, dude. Harry Carey would be like, he, he would just disappear for like two innings where someone else had the, the ba- they had like the backup announcer. <laughs> this guy's just railing it's shots. Like in he's the bar. just hammered. <laughs> and it's like you, sometimes you would know, like in the first inning, he'd be like, oh, you know, and just, uh, ha- you knew he was on one. You're just like, this guy's not going to make it through the, through all nine. Yeah. So um, I gotta say, Colby's rocking the uh, the horn rim glasses today. I am, and with with the earphones and the microphone, he's looking like a natural man. I could see you on TV with this look. Mm. Hopefully, the, well, mm. you know, Barstool pushing the uh, 
pushing them with their, 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 their own, own bowl, bowl game. game. Yeah, maybe Jimmy some, Kimmel too. That's right. Colby, one of these days we're going to be fucked up on TV. Give me the Dundee bowl in Australia. <laughs> oh man. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. The but. Dundee bowl. I want either Australia or I'll settle. I'll settle for Alcatraz. All right. Either one if we, works. Could, can we get some type of stadium in Alcatraz? How are there not international bowl games yet? Yeah. You're kind of a genius. Yeah. For thinking of that. Welcome to the land down under. Right. We're, we're going to uh, Timbuktu. I mean, we're going to fucking where Idaho, but we can't go to <laughs> yeah. uh, some exotic location. Yeah. No, they have the Nassau bowl. Didn't they? They, they, they got did. Yeah. They do have the Bahamas bowl. Bahamas yeah. bowl. So like, why can't we do the picked on D bowl? That's what I'm saying. Uh, please one eight hundred pick Dundee for more <laughs> sponsor talk out there. Please there dial go. that. One. It's also the Conference USA hotline. But uh, <laughs> here we are talking AAC, the Temple Owls, Patty C. Who, 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 who had a bad year last year? Yes, but hey, COVID man. Before this, they were rattling off uh, pretty much like a solid decade of football. They were one and six a season ago. Rod Carey's bunch. Rod Carey coming over from Northern Illinois, where he had great success with the Huskies. There had two uh, double-digit win seasons. Really, only one losing season uh, in uh, in DeKalb. So it comes in the temple year one, eight and five. They lose the military bowl, Patty C. Uh, so eight and four regular season. But then last year, chaos uh, with COVID. I don't know what the hell the problems were. Um, it, but it, I think Philadelphia also made it tough for them to practice stuff like that. But here they are coming off now. Anthony Russo, starting quarterback a season ago, he transfers out to, Mich- to, to Michigan State. And in comes in Dewan Mathis. And if you know anything about Rod Carey, when he was at Northern Illinois, he would use this kind of uh shotgun run quarterback. It was like a power. What was the quarterback's name? Jordan. Uh, yeah. They would just uh, like a power quarterback. Jordan Lynch was it? Yeah. Jordan Lynch. It was yeah. just, but it was like quarterback power. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, Dewan Mathis might fit that MO. You know, he started the season opener for the Georgia Bulldogs, big time recruit uh, eight of 17 for 55 yards last year as a freshman. It's not bad. I mean, it's not great, but then I think he's got some wheels so I could totally see carry going back to his forte. Um, and uh, besides that, they returned seven on the offense and uh, what four or five on the offensive line. That's encouraging. The receiver spots are solid uh, with uh, Jaden blue and Randall Jones. Um, tight ends back, David Martin Robinson. So really there's breaking in one receiver in Ahmad Anderson, which that's even a question mark. That's what we're just guessing here. Um, and then a uh, running back Iverson Clement Iverson in Philadelphia, Patty C. Hey, they go hand in hand. Um, the offense kind of, if Mathis is solid, this should be pretty good. This should be a pretty good offense. Cause you're returning your whole O line. Mm. Like I said, all your receivers, Iverson Clement, who's a originally was at Florida, Patty C. Now, when um, you're returning this much talent from a team that where did they finish in uh, offense last year? They were a hundredth in total yardage, uh, scoring 113th, 87th rushing, and 84th passing. So maybe returning helps them improve, but maybe it's maybe you need new pieces <laughs> because that's not a very good offense right there. Well, they do have Jose Barbone. Who comes in, per, uh, you know, on, in the receiving, and then also Purdue transfer Ahmad Anderson. Those guys may help the passing attack. The offensive line has a combined 127 starts together, and center C.J. Perez, uh, pretty pretty solid center there. 
they got in Philadelphia. Defensively, this is where we are nervous. Uh, they're the 110th scoring defense in the country a season ago. 103rd against the the run. 53rd against the passing. Uh, against or in pass defense, I should say. 87th overall in total yardage defensively. Patty C. They return two. Yes, two starters on defense. Sheesh. That. Is a concern. <laughs> it is really a concern. Understatement of the year here. A uh, whole entire new defensive line, uh, led by senior Manny Walker. Uh, the linebacking core bringing back just one, and the secondary bringing back just one in safety. Amir Tyler breaking in a freshman in that in that secondary as well. The, that's the real question mark is, is the defense here. And the, and, and I will say they also have been somewhat active in the transfer portal. Um, I, I touched on the fact that they brought in Dewan Mathis. Well, they also brought in a Northern Illinois offensive lineman, CJ Perez. They also brought in a Northern Illinois dual threat and Mariano Valentine. Uh, they went out to Dayton to grab a guard, Michael niece, if I'm pronouncing that correct. Iowa State dual threat Real Mitchell comes in as well, um, a West Virginia safety as well. So I mean, they just all, all across the board here uh, in the uh, in the transfer portal. And by the way, I think I was looking at a lot of 2020 there. So my apologies on some of that. But Georgia Tech uh, quarterback Thad Beatty transfers in. Getting two uh, quarterbacks from the state of Georgia. Presbyterian, Presbyterian transfer on the O line. A Kentucky transfer on the defensive line. Um, just a slew of transfers here. A lot. And they lost a lot to, uh, to Rutgers as well. But how about Cameron Ruiz, a corner from Northwestern coming in, play good defense there. A, uh, a North Carolina transfer on the D line, two of them. So all over the place in the transfer portal, I would I'd say one of the more active teams that I've, that I've seen that. I mean, this is, that's, they need to improve their talent because their recruiting has been terrible. Uh, last five years, 119, 84, 104, 102, and 117. So kind of not that much talent there, despite being in a pretty talented city. Yeah. yeah. But but look, this is the Temple Owls. I'll do it in the back end of the show. Fuck it. <laughs> Dude, PJ Walker let the let just just burn down the XFL before going and playing starting some games with the Carolina Panthers. Yep. They had Henry Burris back in the day, Chicago Bear quarterback. Paul Palmer at running back. You know, this is a team with a rich program. Leslie Shepard, Trey lost. Johnson, huh? This is where Muhammad the, Wilkerson. This is where the dance base really shines, right Todd here. Todd Bowles. There you go. They go back, man. They got players, man. Robbie Anderson. Sure. There we go. <laughs> They're gonna do stuff this year. The win total, Patty C, is at three. Mm. Now l- let me just tell you, if you throw out last season for its COVID wackiness in the past, s- every year since 2007, Patty C they've yeah. had more than uh, they've had only had one year. And that was rules first year at two and 10 every other year for the most part was winning seasons. Um, I'll put it like this is 2007. They've had just throw out last season just three losing seasons. Well, they've had some decent coaches here too. I mean, Jeff Collins gets a power five gig after a year there or two years there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Matt rule, obviously an NFL guy. Now Steve Adasio has nine lives. 
So their problem was is they didn't hire Ed Foley. Remember how when he was the interim coach? <laughs> that was the for greatest Rule? Oh, bowl that game guy interview. Is the greatest. He's now with the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule there. That's Matt Rule's secret. That right is there. that is the secret to success. That was uh Chris Farley 2.0. <laughs> Three is the win total, Patty C. Let's get to it. Cause blindly, like I said, you look, last time Rod Carey didn't have COVID, he went eight and five. Solid. This program, the last three years, they weren't affected by COVID, like you said. Or last, I mean, prior yeah. to COVID, it had been one, two, three, four, five straight winning seasons, and even the year before that, they hit five hundred. Yeah. So yeah, you, I I'm definitely projecting a rebound year for Temple here. Well, Thursday night season opener, you know this one's gonna be on. Like I said, I already forecast. We have a lot of TVs coming into the studio here. <laughs> This is a, I think, an awesome game, especially when you see how many players transferred from Temple to Rutgers. It's personal. It's personal, Patty C. Right up the road, Piscataway, New Jersey, Temple at Rutgers, former Big East rivals. Sign me the fuck up for this one. Yeah, buddy. This these, is fun. These teams, uh, you would have to fi- uh, figure, uh, don't like each other. Philly. Is as Jersey as it gets in terms of a, a feel, and then obviously Rutgers bringing that Shiano vibe here. Twenty to fifteen all time in favor of Rutgers. Um, what's happened recently in this rivalry? Have they played uh, much recent? Obviously, Big Big East was. A, no, they a, ruined this rivalry once again. That's right. Know? They haven't played since twenty thirteen. So restarting this rivalry, I do think that uh, the Golden Guidos got to step on them. I do too. But I'm excited to watch it. I mean, Temple has been the much better team in recent history, so yeah. we're just assuming that Rod Carey is a step behind. Just because. I think Carey's a good coach too. Yeah, this could actually yeah. be a very good game. Uh, I'm excited for, to watch this one. Okay, but then the following week they get you know a couple of days extra rest because that was a Thursday night opener. They they travel back to back away games, but to Akron. <laughs> How do you see they're beating Akron? That nullifies the back to back road disadvantage there. <laughs> they are beating Akron. They will. They will kill Akron. One and one, and then they're home to Boston College once again. Much like Rutgers, I like the scheduling yeah. going out uh, right into that area. Yeah, exactly. Stay, stay local. But BC is going to be better, right? Uh <laughs> I can still see BC losing this. Totally can yeah. see, dude. There, there. This is a a a B team versus a B plus team. <laughs> I mean, that might be generous for both of them. C versus a C plus team. So I, I could, I, I think, I mean, in Philadelphia though, if they had a home stadium, like Colby Can wants, they just build a stadium on campus, get yeah. rid of that dumbass other stuff Plan Come at on. the link in front at, at 5% uh, capacity, not doing anything for the old recruiting there. Yeah. I mean, what, what happened? I mean, come on, this is something you used to have one right back in the day. I think I, I I'm guessing they weren't playing at the link when they were playing Back in the 1800s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They started in 1894. All right. Yeah. 1894. I'm looking at the stadium right now. All right. This is the, and, and look, this is uh what, what, what year is this article? I don't know, but the, I, the, this is, they need to get that stadium back, man. They need to get that stadium back. Then you'll be able to hold on those coaches. You'll get those players there. Like it, Cause right now there is no college experience essentially. And that's yeah. the problem. What makes college football unique? And what I think people forget about is the true college experience. Yeah. You are just like a really terrible pro football experience right now. Temple get that college stadium and make Philadelphia college football. Something awesome. Yes. And by the way, I don't think they, <laughs> they started their football program in 1894. 
Temple has never played games on campus by by the way. Really? Yeah. Jeez. How is that possible? Well, that's how you play football for 125 years and have uh 10 people. No fans. Yeah. <laughs> um let's get to it though. They're back. Uh, so we got them at 1 and 2, right? You got BC winning that, right? Yeah. Then they're home to Wagner, Patty C. That's a win. That's a win. 2 and 2. Your win totals 3. And I'll tell you this. A home game against Memphis. They played Memphis fairly well last year. This is in Philadelphia. Now, I don't think it's going to be extremely cold by October 2nd. Yeah. However, wouldn't shock me if the Temple upset Memphis there. Not at all. I mean, uh, you were just talking about this Dewan Mathis guy, 6'6, 205, a four star recruit. You get that leading that charge? Yeah. You can hang in a game. Yeah. Let's do this. No, I'm giving that to Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I will too, but I, I wouldn't shock me. Would not shock me. Following game, they're at Cincinnati. That is a win for Cincinnati. So sitting there at two and four. Well, we're we're going through a, a series of games that they're playing in a row in conference. Memphis, Cincinnati, uh, South Florida, Central Florida, the the Memphis, Cincinnati, uh, Tampa, and. Um, Orlando all have pro sports teams. Obviously Philadelphia does too. All of those teams have been able to somewhat galvanize or like, I, I guess, you know, uh, ignite those pro sports cities around the college. Can Philadelphia do the same? Build a stadium on campus and then right. boom, get Philadelphia. Right. Use some of that bill Cosby money, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but he's out. He got, he beat it. He beat the system, he beat the charges. All right. Uh, they got a bye week at South Florida, October 23rd. That's a winnable game. They beat him a season ago. Patty. C. That's a win. So that puts him at the win total. Then Yep. that puts him at three home to UCF on October 30th. This is where it gets tricky. Cause like before you would think UCF's just going to wax them. It yeah. gets cold and windy up in, up in Philadelphia. And sometimes when you had these little Southern teams come up there, yeah. you've seen it in years past. Remember that they needed that crazy touchdown catch UCF did to be, yeah. to, to I feel pull. like that was on one of uh, UCF's better seasons too. Right. I, I've seen it with Memphis too. Memphis was on track with, uh, I think it was uh Norvell's year when they were, and they went up to, to temple and took an L. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, underrated under the weather, the elements sleepy feel. Cause no one's at yep. the game. That's right. Who are you taking? Oh, I'm going to take UCF easy. Okay. Then at East Carolina, we know Greenville impossible to win there. So I'm on ECU. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard a sleepy feel as a uh, potential advantage for a team. I think so. No, in Philly, not, yeah. not in Greenville, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, sleepy feel. Cause I think it's hard to get up for it. And the That's next true. thing you know, you're getting smacked in the face. I heard Danny Cannell describe the uh, Charlottesville as that when they lost to the uh, Cavs in 95, they mm. went up there. It was like, I don't think that that, that stadium was sleepy. But I don't think so either, but it's not traditionally like a, a, a rocking house. But anyway, uh, at ECU, give me the give me the Pirates there, home to Houston. I don't know. Th- this is this is the one though, because it's like air raid going up in very cold, windy weather. Yeah, November thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I think between ECU and Houston, I give them one of those. I'll give them one too. That's the over then. Yeah. Then they're at Tulsa. That's a loss. Probably home to Navy. They could win that. Yeah, this they always play Navy decently. I feel like. I got them getting to like five wins here. Yeah, they could make a bowl. Yeah, it's possible. I, I mean, three is the uh, 
the win, the, the win total, yeah, the over, yeah, the over under. So yeah, I think obviously uh, we're taking the over here, and yeah, possibly bowling if they have a good season, dude. I mean, I, what happens if they beat Rutgers week one? Then we change everything, right? That's true. I mean, like we said, their average wins uh, over the past you know six years prior to COVID was about. I was about eight was over eight. Yeah. They're yeah. winning about eight and a half games a year for like six years straight. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I would say Kinda nuts. Yeah. I mean, th- this is, this is the team that you would think just g- give me the over there. And you know Rod what? Carries like a proven winner too. So yeah, exactly. They had two clunkers before that with the Dazio and rule, but then they had three, nine, nine or eight win seasons prior to that. This program has been pretty solid for almost like a decade and a half. Yeah. Uh, we're on the over here in the owls. Who, who, who? All right. Now, but do me a favor and subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 130 college football teams, even some FCS teams, Villanova. We're probably going to have you covered. Uh, so subscribe to the college football experience, solo podcast for all those teams. All right. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience because John Chaney. Yes. Rest in peace. Fran Dumfrey, no longer the guy there. Aaron McKee's the guy, former John Chaney player, entering uh, what'll be I think year three. Um, former uh, Indiana Pacer is that? Uh, is Philadelphia Seventy Sixer? He uh, might have spent some time McKee. with the Pacers, but he went to the finals with Larry Brown in the okay. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, and look, they have a rich history when it comes to basketball. They got uh, two Final Four appearances. They got. Uh, what eight elite eight appearances? Just uh, they they, they got to get things going again. And maybe Aaron McKee's the guy. But regardless, we'll have you covered. Talking Temple Al basketball on the College Experience. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, me, Patty C, NC Nick. We've been over five hundred handicapping every single Division One college football and college basketball game for the past four years. Never had a losing season independently. Never had a losing season, Bum. so obviously as a collective we're way over. But for each season we've we've all been over five hundred each and every year, for each sport. And uh, look, we're also way over five hundred on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Yes, download the app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store. You will get all of our picks, all of our podcast, all of our content, great articles, top ten code or t- top ten hardest schedules in college football, win totals for every conference, written by NC Nick. And uh, I mean, uh, ranking 130 college football coaches, college basketball content. I mean, everything you need right there. We got uh, hell. We had Dick Vermeil. There's maybe some Eagle fans listening to this. Dick Vermeil was on the show. You know, we've had we've had Joey Theismann. He's he's from Jersey. He's up I mean, there. Right? At this point, we're just bragging, flaunting our stuff just for the fun <laughs> of it. You guys know what, what's out there. You guys yeah. know the product. But that app is gonna have. You're gonna have all of that content right there. So, and we give away, we just gave away a thousand dollars for the NBA finals. We're going to give away more than that in the football season, free to enter via the app. You're going to need it anyway. Download the app. And when you do give us a five-star review in the app store, or Google play store, say some nice things about us. <clears throat> and if you do that, take a screenshot with your phone, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and give me a follow, show me that review. And then I'll send you a college football or college basketball experience t-shirt Yes, yes, yes. At the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. And check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. Sometimes work makes it complicated. 
for you to check out cool sites relating gambling or sports. I worked at a place, Patty C that took away ESPN.com back in the day. Brutal. That's why you call in the quarterback sneak. All right. That's right. This is, this is what you do. You get that. You get, first off, you get the SGPN app because they can't stop that. They also can't stop the Slack channel. Download the Slack app, go to sports gathering podcast. You're going to enjoy it as we just, just, it's like a house party at DGENs talking all different sports. It's everything that you want when talking sports. Boom. All right. It's, it's, you know, it's the firewall buster. Exactly. It's the sledgehammer for the firewall. Yes, man. Exactly. Nothing like a good sledgehammer. Um, look, <laughs> what, you don't agree with that. Oh, there is. What's wrong like, with the sledgehammer? Uh, there's very few. In fact, I think more teams should have a sledgehammer as their logo Definitely. or their mask. Steely McBeam, one of the worst named mascots of all time though. Why isn't there a lot of cool shit like that? I'm still waiting to see like a circular saw by the end zone. You know what I mean? <laughs> We saw vans for a while back in the day, like the eighties NFL <laughs> circular have like, saw. Why isn't someone like working the circular saw? It's true. Give give us some more badass. What could they have a live owl? Have a have a bunch of owls. Oh, dude, get like a hundred of them. Yeah, they're all turning their heads around and shit. They are kind of creepy animals too, but I like them. I like them. We're all, and we like them. We <laughs> like the over on the Temple Owls three wins. Look. Subscribe, tell a friend. This is the college football experience. Temple Owl style. Who, who, who? You better start thinking about yours. <laughs>